Welcome to Commanding Influence Global with Pastor Yo Emmanuel, the lead pastor. Are you ready to be empowered and strengthen your faith work? Fasten your seatbelt as we journey together. God's grace, you will be able to tell if you are practically experiencing the supernatural in your life. You are going to use this understanding as a marking skin to vet your life and see if truly you are working in supernatural advancement or not. And so there are two things you must understand about the supernatural. Number one, the supernatural is the ability to create and manifest divine possibilities. The supernatural is the ability to create and manifest divine possibilities. Possibilities that are not captured. Possibilities that are not captured in the realm of men. The Bible says with men it is impossible but not with God. For with God all things. With God all things including the things that you so desire. With God the Bible says all things are possible. So the supernatural is the ability to create and manifest divine possibilities that is outside the realm of men. You know in the world of men it is impossible for a woman to conceive and give birth to a child without meeting with a man. But in the realm of God, the same God that did not need any man in the creation of Adam, that same God can cause Jesus to come out of the womb of a virgin Mary. The ability to create and manifest divine possibilities that is higher than the realm of men. Hear this sir. Don't allow anybody deceive you that it is everybody things are hard for. It's not everybody that is experiencing hardships, sir. It's not everybody's business that is closing down. It's not everybody that is losing their job, sir. The, sir country hard, country hard. Look at what God is doing in this church in three months. In three months, look at what God is doing. It's not everybody things are hard for. You must understand. Your problem is not that things are hard. Your problem is that you don't know how to create and manifest divine possibilities. For with men, the Bible says it is impossible. I was privileged yesterday to accompany God's servant and our mama for evangelism. And we were speaking to one woman, talking to her about Jesus and inviting her to church. She said, ah, I know that church. Now that church, they reign. And at that church, they reign. Why? You know, you know, Nicodemus came to Jesus at night. He said, Rabbi, we cannot deny that you are a man sent from God because no man can do this kind of things you are doing except God be with him. No man can do this kind of things you are doing except he has outsourced an advantage that is not captured in the realm of men. The ability to create and manifest divine possibilities. Here is the Bible says, if only in this world we have hope. He said we are of all men miserable. If all your advantage is only the things that are captured in this world, sir, you will end up in frustration. Our advantage in this kingdom is the supernatural. Our advantage in this kingdom is the supernatural. Number two, you must understand that the supernatural is the ability to correct abnormalities and to restore. The ability to correct abnormalities and to restore. John chapter 10 and verse 10, Jesus said the thief coming on, but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But he did not end there. He said, I have come 
that you may have life and not just have anyhow life, any kind of life, but have life in abundance. You know what Jesus was trying to say? He said, no matter what the thief comes to steal in your life, I have the capacity to correct that which the hands of darkness has done in your life. The ability to correct abnormalism and to restore. Press Master Jesus. I said, Press Master Jesus. That no matter what the hands of darkness has done in the life of any man, the supernatural has the capacity to correct that which has been done by darkness. Here is sir. There is no damage caused by darkness that light cannot fix. I said, There is no damage caused by darkness that light cannot fix. Darkness does not have the capacity to cause any damage in the life of a man beyond repairs. That, you know, there are some things that when you take to and repair, they'll tell you, ah, this one has been damaged beyond repair. Are we together? But darkness does not have the capacity to damage anything in your life beyond repairs. Even if the devil has wasted 30 years of your life, my God, he said he has the capacity to restore the years that the canker worm has eaten off. The ability to correct and to restore. The ability to correct and to restore. The disciples of Jesus, they went to meet Jesus. They asked Jesus, who sinned? That this man was born blind. Jesus said, that is not the problem. The problem is not what has been done. The point is that I have the capacity to correct that which has been done. Press Master Jesus. You know the Bible says, an enemy has done this. Now that you know what the enemy has done, what can you do about it? The ability to correct that which has been done by the enemy and to restore. But here this. It will take thanksgiving for you to enter into the realm where you can create and manifest divine possibilities and also correct and restore. It will take thanksgiving for you to enter into that realm where you can create and manifest divine possibilities and also correct abnormalities and restore. What is thanksgiving? Remember our focus this morning is thanksgiving as a platform for the supernatural. Now that you know what the supernatural has to do with, how can you engage thanksgiving to see to it that divine possibilities are created and manifested in your life and that everything that has been done by darkness in your life can be corrected? What is thanksgiving, number one? Thanksgiving is expressing gratitude and appreciation to God for what he has done for what he is doing and for what he has promised to do. Thanksgiving is expressing gratitude and appreciation to God for what he has done, for what he is doing, and for what he has promised to do. Psalms 103 verse 1 down, the psalmist said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. He said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. He began to list the benefits of the Lord. He said, Who forgiveth all thy iniquities? Who healed all thy diseases? Who crowned thy year with loving kindness so that thy youth is renewed? Press Master Jesus. Thanksgiving is expressing your gratitude to God for what he has done, for what he is doing, and for what he has promised to do. Thanksgiving is counting your blessing, naming it 
it one by one and returning the glory to God who is the doer. Thanksgiving is counting your blessings, naming it one by one. Do you know why we are forever indebted to God? Because we cannot exhaust thanking Him for the things He has done. The, the Bible says He daily loaded us with benefits. So every day of your life, you are experiencing the benefit of God and you owe Him thanksgiving. Praise Master Jesus. You, that's what, there's a statement that says, we cannot thank God enough. We can only thank Him some more. Do you know why? Because most of the things you cannot see, the invisible battles that God is fighting on your behalf, you owe Him thanks. The Bible says that there are arrows that fly by them. Do you see them? There are pestilence that won't get in darkness. Do you see them? He said there are destruction that rested at noon there. That's why you can see a man go out in the morning and he tells his wife, when I come back, and on his way, he gets involved in an accident. It's not ordinary. That's the destruction that rested at noon there. How come you went out and you did not encounter that destruction? It was the hand of God. So you owe him thanksgiving. He said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless Master Jesus. So you must count your blessings, name them one by one, the things he has done, the things he is doing, and the things that he has promised to do. If you are not thanking God for what he has done, you have automatically destroyed what he is doing, and you have disqualified yourself from what he has promised to do. If you are not thanking God for what he has done, I repeat, you have automatically destroyed what he is doing and you have disqualified yourself from what he has promised to do. You don't wait first to see the full manifestation of the blessing before you thank God. Some people are waiting say, when the testimony completes. So you don't wait to see the complete testimony before you thank God. Jesus said to tell the pastor, he said, go and show thyself to the priest. The Bible says as they were going, they noticed that the itching in their hands had stopped. The other nine, they were waiting to see the complete testimony. But one leper, the Bible says, he returned that by the time he noticed that his itching hands had stopped itching. But even though his hands were not made perfect, the Bible says he returned with a loud voice and thanking Jesus. And Jesus said, ah, because you did not wait to see the full manifestation of faith, your faith has made you whole. Sir, perfection only comes when you have thanked God for the little you have seen. Perfection only comes when you have thanked God for the little you have seen. You are expecting 100,000. Thank you for the 5,000 that enter your account. If you are not grateful for the 5,000, you have disqualified yourself from the 100,000 that is coming. Yeah. Hmm. Mark chapter 6 and verse 37 to 44. Jesus was face to face with 5,000 men about to feed them. Press Master Jesus. And the only thing that was available was five loaves of bread. Can you imagine? Five loaves of bread and two fishes to feed 5,000 grown men. If you know the way I eat. <laughs> now imagine 5,000 grown men. Only five loaves of bread and two fishes. But Jesus did not look down on what was in his hands. He did not look down on what was available. So he was about to create and manifest divine possibilities. But he knew that the only key that has the capacity to bring about the manifestation of that is the key of thanksgiving. And so the Bible says he lifted up 
the five loaves of bread and two fishes and gave thanks. First of all, thanking God for the provision of the five loaves of bread. Because the Bible says no man can receive anything except to be given to him from above. So even the five loaves of bread came because God's hand was involved. So he lifted up the five loaves of bread and two fishes. And the Bible says from the depth of his heart, he gave thanks for what God has done, providing five loaves of bread. And then he also gave thanks on the understanding of the promise of God in Psalm 37 and verse 25 that says, Since I was young, now I am old. I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed beg bread. So on the strength of what God had promised to do, he knew that as a seed of God, he is not permitted to beg bread in that situation to feed the crowd. So he lifted up the bread and gave thanks. As a seed of God, I'm not permitted to beg bread. And on the strength of that, the Bible says as Jesus gave thanks, all of a sudden bread began to multiply. All of a sudden fishes began to multiply and suddenly what seemed insufficient was more than enough to feed 5,000 men. The Bible says they did not count the women and children and you know that in every meeting women are always more than men. Hallelujah. In every meeting, you know the women are always more than the men. So approximately, plus and minus, Jesus fed over 12,000 people. And the Bible says, even after all of them ate and refused, he still had 12 baskets remaining. No wonder the Bible says in Jeremiah chapter 30 and verse 19, he said, out of them shall proceed forth thanksgiving. And the voice of them that makes merry, God said, and I will multiply them. Yes, he did not say, and I will multiply human beings. He said, and I will multiply them. Them can be bread. Them can be the works of your hands. Them can be your business. Them can be your family. Them can be the money in your account. He said, I will multiply them. And they shall not be small. He knew. So on the strength of that, he gave thanks quickly. What is thanksgiving number two? Thanksgiving is bragging about your God, not bragging about yourself. Thanksgiving is bragging about your God and not bragging about yourself. Psalms 89. Hear this, sir. In this kingdom, you are not permitted to show yourself. You are only permitted to show your God. You, you know that statement is to say, you can show yourself. <laughs> In this kingdom, you are not permitted to show yourself. You are only permitted to show your God. So thanksgiving is bragging about your God to the world and not bragging about yourself. You know what the Bible says in Psalms 89 verse 1? I like to read the message translation. Psalms 89 and verse 1. The Bible says, your love, O God, is my song and I will sing it. He said, I'm forever telling everyone how faithful you are. I am forever telling everyone how faithful you are. You see, thanksgiving has to do with you talking about your God, not talking about your strength. You know, a lot of people, they like to boast about their capacity. Uh, it is because of how intelligent I am. That's why I got the job. It is because of, you know, I'm very, very smart. That's why I got the promotion. No, sir. Thanksgiving is bragging about your God, not bragging about yourself. If you are too big to acknowledge and thank God openly, you are too small to experience the supernatural. If you are too big to 
acknowledge and thank God openly. You are too small to experience supernatural multiplication, to experience the supernatural. It is only prayer that the Bible says Thanksgiving is done both in the secret and in the open. That's why Jesus said, Your father that seeth in secret will reward you openly. The reason why he rewards you openly is so that you can give him the thanks openly. Did you hear me? He said, Thy father that seeth in secret will reward you openly. The reason why he rewards you openly is so you can come back openly and give him the thanks. If he does not want you to do it openly, he will reward you secretly. But he wants to take the glory openly and so he rewards you openly. Thanksgiving is done both in secret and in the open. Hear this out. If you are too ashamed to give Jesus the glory, if you are too ashamed to acknowledge and thank God openly, the Bible says, Jesus said, if you are ashamed of me, if you are ashamed of what I am doing in your life, if you are ashamed of the job I have given to you, in this wicked and adulterous world, Jesus said, I will do you back. <laughs> when Jesus said, I will do you back, you need to be scared. Bless Master Jesus. He said, if you are ashamed of giving me my glory in this wicked and adulterous world, he said, I will also be ashamed of you when I come in the glory of my Father. You better stop bragging about your abilities and start bragging about your God. David was face to face with Goliath. And he said to Goliath, you come to me with spear and you come to me with arrow. He said, but I come to you in the name of the Lord God of Israel, whom you have defied. He said, the same God that delivered the bear into my hands, the same God that delivered the lions into my hand, that same God will deliver your head into my hand. David did not come and say, do you know who I am? I'm a warrior. No, you are not bragging about yourself. In Thanksgiving, you are bragging about your God. Thanksgiving is telling your situation how big your God is and telling God how small your situation is. Thanksgiving is telling your God how small your situation is. Then he said to Goliath, look at you. You think because you have stature, he said, my God, the same God that delivered Patosh. Somebody can say, somebody can look at his account and say, the same God that gave me credit a lot of 5,000, that same God can give me credit a lot of 5 million. If God can do it in the past, he can do it again in your life, but you must acknowledge him openly. Bless Master Jesus. God has no problem doing one of things in your life if you will not have a problem returning the glory to Him. Are we together? God has no problem doing strange and wonderful things in your life if you will not have a problem returning the glory to Him. John chapter 3 and verse 27, the Bible says, No man can receive anything except it be given to him from above. First Corinthians chapter 4. And verse 7, I like to read the NLT version. First Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 7. The Bible says, what makes you think that you are better than anyone else? He said, what do you have that was not given to you by God? And if all you have is from God, why are you boasting as though you accomplished everything on your own? Why are you boasting? Everything you have was given to you by God. If it's God that gave it to you, why are you now bragging as though it's your ability? Why are you now bragging that it's because of how much I pray? Do you know, sir? 
I, I, I like to say this with all sense of humility that what God is doing here in this church in three months are a lot of churches it will take 10 years before they experience it. It's not because uh, we pray too much. No. The songwriter said, I am the one that he has shown mercy. It's because God showed you mercy. That's why you are enjoying life. So it's not about yourself. Dress Master Jesus. One thing to note about Thanksgiving, as I tried to round up this morning, what to note about Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is more than appreciation. Thanksgiving is more than gratitude. You must have this understanding because every time is mentioned, we often think that it only has to do with gratitude and appreciation. Yes, sir. Thanksgiving is establishing the sovereignty of God and bringing the government of God to bear in your life. I repeat, Thanksgiving is establishing the sovereignty of God and bringing the government of God to bear in your life. Thanksgiving is beyond gratitude. Thanksgiving is beyond appreciation. It's a mystery and a strategy in the spirit that provokes and activates the supernatural. That is why one man can say, Father, I thank you. And he's not expecting anything to happen. But when Jesus shows up, Jesus will show up and say, Father, I thank you. And all of a sudden, bread will begin to multiply. Two people saying the same thing, but experiencing two different results. Why? Because thanksgiving is more than just gratitude. It is bringing the sovereignty of God and bringing the government of God to bear in your life. Hear this? Somebody can be experiencing losses in his business. He can be experiencing losses in his family. He can be experiencing losses in the works of his hands. And then because he read somewhere in the Bible that says in everything, give thanks. And he shows up ceremoniously and religiously and says, Father, I thank you. And he does not even understand the power that what he's saying carries. So he's just saying, Father, I thank you. But yet this, ah, my Jesus will show up and say, Father, I thank you. And Lazarus will come back to life. There is an understanding responsible for Lazarus coming back to life by Thanksgiving. You hear this? Because in the economy of Thanksgiving, nothing is permitted to lose. Nothing is permitted to die in the economy of Thanksgiving. So when Jesus shows up and said, Lazarus, and said, Father, I thank you. Even though Lazarus was lost, Lazarus has no other option than to come back to life. Psalms 100. And 41 verse 2. I want to show you something. Why Thanksgiving is so powerful. David is about to show us a mystery. In Psalms 141 and verse 2. The Bible speaking. David said. Let my prayer be set forth. Before thee as an incense. Please I'd like you to open your heart. Because by the grace of God. From this day. Every time you engage in Thanksgiving. You will see the manifestation of the supernatural in your life based on this understanding Psalms 141 verse 2 he said let my prayer be set forth before thee as an incense then he said and the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice and the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice you know what David is saying every time you come to church and we tell you shall we lift up our two hands to, you know that thing to tell you shall we lift up our two hands to heaven and give God thanks David is saying that that thing you are doing is equal to the evening sacrifice and the lifting up of our hands as the evening sacrifice that every time you lift up 
your hands in thanksgiving. David said, What you are doing is equal to the evening sacrifice. And do you know how powerful and dangerous the evening sacrifice is? In first Kings chapter 18, verse 36 to 38, it was by the mystery of the evening sacrifice that Elijah called down fire, and fire practically came down from heaven and consumed the sacrifice. And the Bible says the fire also licked up the water. That the same power that the evening sacrifice carries is the same power that the lifting up of your hands in thanksgiving carries. No wonder the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 65 and verse 24, he said it will come to pass that while they are yet speaking, he said before the call I will answer and while they are yet speaking, I will hear. It is the mystery of thanksgiving that brings you into the name there while you are yet speaking. God is answering already. It was by the same evening sacrifice in 1 Kings chapter 18 and verse 44 that Elijah accessed the technology in the spirit that makes for supernatural speed. The name of that technology is called the hand of God. The Bible says, and the hand of God came upon Elijah and Elijah outran the chariots of Ahab even down to Jezreel. David is saying that same thing is equal. What you are doing every time you lift up your hands up. In thanksgiving is equal to the evening sacrifice. Here this are. Your problem is not that things have gone bad in your life. Your problem is just that you don't know how to engage thanksgiving as the evening sacrifice. I know you have been thanking God as a means of expressing your gratitude and appreciation to God. But here this it's time to engage thanksgiving with the understanding that this is the evening sacrifice, sir. Can I tell you the truth? You are not yet in life. No, sir. It does not matter if all your mates have gone ahead of you. It does not matter. It does not matter if your life has been wasted. It does not matter, sir. You are not, not sir. You are not, time is not against you. Mary and Martha said to Jesus, if you were here earlier, our brother wouldn't have died. Jesus said, that is not a problem because I have come with a key that can cause your brother to come back to life. And the Bible says, he lifted up his hands and said, Father, I thank you. And all of a sudden, Lazarus came forth. In your seated position, I'd like you to look at that thing that is dying in your life. I'd like you to look at that your dead business. I'd like you to look at whatsoever is going wrong in your life. And with the understanding of thanksgiving as an evening sacrifice, I'd like you to shout with the loudest of your voice, Father, I thank you. Shout it again, Father, I thank you. But here is John chapter 3 and verse 8. The Bible says the wind blowing where it is You can only hear the sound. You cannot tell where it is coming from. Neither can you tell where it is going to. He said, so is everyone that is born of the Spirit. It only takes the man who is born of the Spirit to experience the supernatural. Jesus said to the man, except the man be born again, he cannot see. He cannot experience the things we are talking about because everything we are doing in church sir, on earth is simply pointing you on to Jesus that when the road is come up yonder, you will not be found wanting. All heads bow, all eyes closed. You are here this morning. You know you have not made peace with Jesus. You are here this morning. You want to receive Jesus into your life as your Lord and Savior. That is the beginning of supernatural increase. I'd like you to raise your right hand 
You want to receive Jesus this morning. You want to confess him as Lord. So let me tell you, no matter what we tell you about the supernatural, if you are not born again, you will not experience it. Scriptures cannot be broken except a man be born again. He cannot see. I'd like you to lift up your hands. All those that your hands are lifted up, repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus. Shout it loud. Lord Jesus, I come to you this morning. I acknowledge I'm a sinner. Have mercy upon me. Forgive me of all my iniquities. Wash me clean with your blood. I believe in my heart that you died for me. And on the third day you rose. I confess you with my mouth as Lord and Savior over my life. Thank you for saving me. Now I know I am born again. In Jesus' precious name we have prayed.